Hello, Joe. <laughs> hello, Mike Lawson. Have you forgotten? <laughs> and hello to everyone. I forgot what we do. <laughs> and hello to everyone listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Yeah. How you been, man? Um, I, been, I, got, I Go ahead. I, have to spoiler alert i think i might know one of your stories like there was something on facebook that i kind of caught the drift of and i mm-hmm. i'm how are you i'm doing very well mike lawson uh yeah you know it, it what's funny is i didn't even think about it as a story for today until you texted me uh and i was like oh like it wasn't like a big event it was no you know what it turned into a big event after you texted me okay right, we're being vague we're being vague i was in a car accident yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, are but, you okay? But, like, were you hurt at all? Or I was not hurt, but it's gonna have to be my second story because there's a, a passenger. You need to know about the passenger, and I just met the passenger. Okay. So, okay. Anyway, but, uh, <laughs> a trick. Yeah. Yeah, it's a trick that I have. <laughs> was it? Oh, you're gonna be so sad when I tell you, and you're gonna be like, "Oh no!" Oh. no <laughs> so, uh, let me let me tell you this before we do anything. You know, last time. Uh, you know, usually I beg for money on RuPaul's Drag Race recap, but I did it uh, oh, on yeah. Catching Up last time. And I need to give a big shout out to a few people. A. Oh, great. Oh, my God. We, we, this, this Tim from Alaska is so generous, Mike Lawson. He made a very generous oh, donation God. to undergrad prep. Thank you. You know who else made a generous donation? Great. He just went to undergradprep.com. Uh, well, org? You can go to both. What's I the... own both, and they both go to the same place. Okay. So he just went to undergradprep.org and uh, donated? Yes, he sure After did. hearing you talk about the mm-hmm. organization, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we got a, 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 a donation from, do you know Taffy Carlisle Huffington from uh, Hot sure Is My do, yeah. She made a very generous donation. So did, uh, did you never um, – well, let me tell you this. So – we know the listener Jordan Darling, correct? Yeah. Okay. Not that I was on the outs with Jordan Darling. He was just punished. You know? There's pun- people don't know. I, I, okay. I, I level out punishments and do all sorts of things outside of the show. But now he made oh, a very... So there's like Squaresville. There's this whole town Yeah, thing. yeah. There's a whole it's town, weird. Squaresville. And Jordan Darling was the comptroller of Squarestown. Uh, I bought Squares... <laughs> okay, Squarestown was for sale. And I bought it on the cheap, okay? <laughs> and uh, I've I've done some improvements, and Jordan Darling is the comptroller of Squarestown. 
And uh, he and I had a falling out. And so he made a very generous donation to undergradprep.org. He clicked that donate oh, button. Oh, that's so nice. So now I've brought back the... That's an olive branch of sorts. It's an olive branch of sorts. I brought back the official anthem of Squarestown, which was, you know, I used to go like, Jordan, darling, made donations to undergradprep.org. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you, he's the comptroller of Squarestown. So, oh. uh, yeah, he has that song back uh, now okay. because, yeah, he. So, uh, yeah, if anybody wants to be uh, uh, a citizen of Squarestown, since I own it now, <laughs> since I bought it, uh, just tell me uh-huh. what office you want, and uh, and and we'll see if it's if it's available. Oh, that's how it works. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the GeoCities of today. Do you remember GeoCities? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. GeoCities.com, that's yeah. right. I had a few of them. I would love it doesn't exist anymore, correct? No, oh, I don't no, think no, so. Oh, I've tried to like way back machine mine to try to find stuff I couldn't. Oh, you did? No. Yeah, I wait. couldn't find anything though. Yeah, I want I want to get like those old I want to get like an earthlink.net list. I mean email address. Mm-hmm. Do they still exist? Can you get that or a CompuServe? I don't know. I don't know. Also, like I, I wanna... still run into AOL addresses once in a while. Yeah, when I'm on my parents' There's phone or computer. Still... Yeah. <laughs> but wait, I'm not done thanking people. Oh, good. John Marti. Wow. A, made a very generous donation. Yes. Also, Steve Clark made a very oh, generous great. donation. Steve. Oh, remember Steve Bailey? So I made. You know Stephen Bailey, right? Yeah. I made a, a, a video. I thanked him on Facebook, and I made this video. I took it down because I felt sorry for Taylor. But I told a story of, remember we went to Vegas, and Taylor, <laughs> Taffy Carlisle Huffington, the donor Choked. to undergrad prep, we're all eating. Everyone's eating, and Steve is there. And Taylor is, like, yucking it up because he's, you know, the I didn't want uh-huh. t- Taylor is the official therapist of Squareston. A square yeah. town, yeah. So um, Taylor starts. She's like, <coughs> and like Taffy's like, put your arms up, put your arms up, put your arms up. And he does, and then as he's coughing, like a, a a piece of chicken fried steak like flies out of his mouth and onto like Steve Bailey's plate, and and then Aww. everyone sees it, right? And then Taylor's like, oh my god, Steve, I'm so sorry. And Steve's like, what are you talking? Just how nice this Steve Bailey is. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. And he's just like yeah. pushing his food around, and you're like, oh god, poor Steve Bailey. And then also uh, Melinda Stearns. Oh my god, great! We love Melinda Stearns. That we have so many great people that listen to this and heard what you said because those are all wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Um, not just because they donated to this great. Uh, organization but just because they um heard what you said and felt compelled to do something which is cool does friend of the show adam vott because he listens does he count too yeah totally okay all right well thank you adam vott who i talk to every day thanks thank Uh, you to all those cool people so anyway what's going on with you well let me think um there is a I've started kind of meditating. Um, I've been using this Headspace app. Have you heard of this? Sorry, the phone is ringing. So I was like, oh. um, 
I don't use headspace. Do you want to pause for a second so you know? Well, I don't want to edit, edit it, so they, they can all hear the phone ringing. I don't care. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> they may not hear it too. I have the the level. I, I can't hear it. Yeah, that, I might be worried about nothing. Um, okay. Um, you know the one? Look at the one I use. I use the one called Calm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's the one I'm using is like guided meditation, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've actually been doing it, and this is probably weird, and maybe not um, the way it's intended to be used mm-hmm. and using it on the train. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do 10 minutes a day out of my commute or I just kind of sit and whatever focus and, or actually like, I don't know, even I, it, more than focus. And I just kind of sit with myself yeah. for 10 minutes mm-hmm. and um, it's been helpful. I actually have this like stressful work situation, which I don't want to get into too deeply on here. Cause this is on the open internet and it's, um, kind of personal yeah. in nature, mm-hmm. but there's a coworker I have that's like really testing my patience. Mm-hmm. Um, so Does meditating has been very ears? helpful in all of this. What did you say? So we're recording in a different way today, everybody, and I feel like our I I can't hear you really well when oh, really? we're talking I can at the change same that. time. What do you mean? Like, is this better? Well, like it's like you fade in instead of. Oh, like you know don't... what? That may... I'm glad you're telling me this. Okay, so thank you for telling me this because I was so frustrated with my co-host for the episode last night for RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, Evan, because I felt I had to keep going like, Evan, 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 Evan. Then he'd finally stop and I'm all, what an obnoxious little shit. But now you're telling uh, me that I fade in and it's difficult to hear because that makes sense. Okay, so so the... so I don't hear you. I can hear you talking, but I can't hear what you say at the beginning. Oh, I see. Interesting. Interesting. Because it yeah. sounds normal on the recording. Now, let me tell you this. What I said was this fantastic joke that you need to hear. And I said, oh, was he talking in a movie theater? Or she talking in a movie theater? And that was the joke. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I almost even forgot who the he or she is in the story because i forgot what my story was um because that was such a long tangent um so she has kind of just been testing my patience and it's been very difficult for me to kind of like even just be around and like i've been had to i've had to use some of this like breathing and like focusing and um kind of just use she's been testing my patience so much that the meditation has been helpful right Mm -hmm. So uh, that's pretty much um, what I've been dealing with. I was curious what you've been thinking about meditation. But the other day, I was walking to the train. Mm-hmm. Um, my headphones are in. I'm, like, ready to sit on the train. And um, actually, I've been, like, upstreaming a couple of stops so that I can do um, all of this, right? Look, I, talked about I'm, upstreaming in the past. I'm willing to admit that I was – I'm in the vast minority of people who think – that not in the vast minority. I'm the, in the small minority here. That the vast majority of our listeners agree with you. So yes, yeah. I understand what you're talking about, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the upstreaming thing, I also feel like you're in the minority of people that have been vocal about their opinions on upstreaming. I think a lot of people don't even care, or if they do care, they haven't reached out, or you know, if they have the same opinion as you, they just don't care enough to reach out to us mm-hmm. um so anyway i go up a couple of stops so that i can get a good seat on the train and then just sit and enjoy the entire ride i don't know it helps me be calm in the morning whatever i know other people like maybe you joe feel like going you know 20 minutes out of your way 
um, would add more stress to your day, it adds less, it takes away stress for me. So mm -hmm. that's why I do it. I get that it maybe would add stress to you. Um, so anyway, I've been doing this. So this one day I'm like walking into the train. I'm like getting kind of stressing about, about this coworker that I have. And I'm not even joking. When I get into the train station, Joey, she's standing by the turnstile. No. And she's like, ah, I thought I would see you here today. <laughs> uh, now, so, does she know, uh, without getting into it, does she know that she's getting on your nerves? Yes. And it's not like she's getting on my nerves. It's that like she's just challenging me in many ways that are like making my job a little more difficult than it needs to be. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like part part of it is totally um it's not, you know, that she's a, just an annoying person. She's actually a fun person. We've gone to the theater together. We've like hung out. Um and I, I like her. It's mm -hmm. not that she it, her, she's like an awful person it's that she is difficult to work with if that makes sense mm -hmm. I, I, this is weird because i'm like talking weird vague things because I, I just i just am because it's my job and i gotta pay rent next month so mm -hmm. um that's kind of just the story but then so like how do i can't at that point say like oh i go up to stops so that i could sit alone and concentrate because it's challenging to sit with you for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I just yeah. then sat on the train with her and we had to like talk the whole time and it was just weird. Uh, I don't know. Like would you have, would, what would you have done? You have, I think you have to, you just have to sit there with them. I, I can't think of an out. Yeah. I do. Um, I've walked out of the office together and walked down to the train mm -hmm. with coworkers before and, I've known we were getting on the train going the same direction because I know where the coworker lives. Mm -hmm. But once I get towards the bottom, I'm like, all right, goodbye. I'm going to go put a podcast in my ears and like just separate because oh. I don't want to sit on the train with people. Uh, but I have some coworkers that I totally do want to sit and talk with on the train, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Just, and it's not that I dislike those other coworkers. It's just that it, that's not relaxing conversation. It just feels like more work. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, you don't like small talk. With yeah, exactly. If it's gonna only be small talk, why why bother? But if it's like one of those coworkers where we have deeper, meaningful conversations, and I'll totally do it. Yeah, that's a good way of explaining it. I didn't think of it that way, but yes, yes. The right. end. Right. <laughs> What's up with you? <laughs> you know tell me more about everything. So, tell me all your stories. So let me tell you this. So it's and it has. Here's the deal. I had, I already had because you know it's been such a long time since we recorded a whole seven days. I had so many. Like I have some good Betty stories about her blaming Chinese criminals for something. Uh, <laughs> her thinking that my niece was uh, uh, an artistic genius. Like so many good Betty stories. But they're gonna have to wait because I have two stories already. First one okay. is I was working last week uh, teaching teaching the youth, you know, helping the world, changing the world. Yeah. And um, when I get there, uh, you know, I work with this – I have a partner organization. And the people from that organization were like, oh, Joe, just so you know, uh, we're going to be filming stuff for a, pro a promotional video we're making. Uh -huh. And uh, the, what's so funny <laughs> – we're not editing, so I'm just gonna bite my tongue. Go, keep going. Just okay. Keep going. 
Uh, please make a note of it to tell me off the air. So okay. uh, we're going to be filming today. So just FYI, there's going to be a camera moving around, right? So whatever. They do their thing. I work. And then I... Uh, <laughs> you also put, like, uh, headshots out. You're, oh, like, yeah, yeah. pushing them towards yeah. the camera crew. Yeah. I was, like... <laughs> you come out in, like, with the bongo drum. Uh-huh. I did, the, I did all that. In <laughs> a top hat. No, isn't that what everybody does? And then, like, uh-huh. I pretended, like, to, to like, be in a dramatic... Cause I was, like... Romeo, oh Romeo, <laughs> wherefore art thou, Romeo? And they're like, first of all, it's the wrong character. Uh, and I'm like, uh, no, it's not. Anyway, the point is, so we'll be filming. So uh, we may or may not come to the class. Okay, great. So then afterwards, like, I had a meet with the founder of the other organization. Anyway, so we're in a meeting, and then the guy who's filming is filming us, right? Okay. And actually, there, you know what's so funny is you're saying that it's actually the opposite. Like, we're sitting, I'm sitting on this like really big, fluffy couch that I just sunk into. And I did the fact that you're like trying to disappear. Yeah. Like, I grabbed a giant pillow to just block my man boobs, just like, you know, hanging out. (laughs) So I just, I'm just sitting there like, like behind a giant pillow in the meeting. You're self conscious. Yeah. I'm very self conscious, right? So, anyway, one of the people in the meeting goes, you know, there's a break in filming or meeting or who knows what. And she says, Joe, do you know this Dario? Do you know Dario? And I'm all, no. It's a guy filming. And I go, hey, Dario, nice to meet you. And they go, Dario made, he's a former student. And he made the most incredible documentary. It's so good. Right? And she goes, you you, got to watch this documentary. It is so good. And Dario was like, would you ever watch it? And I go, yeah, sure, whatever. And he has me this little press kit he's putting together, and I look at it, and I glance, and I go like, you know what? This might be kind of interesting. And he and I chit-chat afterwards, and uh, he gives me the elevator pitch for the movie. And then I go home, and usually when people tell me to watch a movie, that's the last thing I'm going to do. If, if you yeah, tell me to yeah. do something, it ruins I'm, it. It ruins it. It's homework now. You yeah. know? It's not my choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But for some reason, I was like, meh, I'll watch it, right? Was he cute? Well, that's a that's a that's a tricky question. Hold on, I, I don't want to comment on that. Okay, okay. it's never it's never gonna come up because I feel like that's gonna shade your choice to watch her. I feel like the Joe Patans I know, if a like a sexy documentarian gave me his movie, Joe would be all over it. Mm-hmm. If a wo- woman documentarian gave out, oh, if Joe a woman documentary movie, came out, like like. Why is there a DVD floating in the sky? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Has everybody seen this? We're all seeing this, right? There's like a DVD floating in space right now. But anyway, but he gives me this like special link that I can go to and I put a password in to watch this documentary. Oh, cool. This documentary blew me away. Oh, what was the, like the topic? Okay, I'll give you the I'll give are, you the elevator pitch. Are you, are I'll you give you the elevator. Gonna be able to tell us? I can tell you. I okay. can tell you. Yeah, I I I can. And there's an ending to this story where I can tell you. I can officially tell you. Um, I can give you the elevator pitch. Uh, Dario, which I'm gonna call him Dario for right now. Dario, that's his okay. name. That's it's his name. But you'll you'll everything will make sense. Everybody, calm down. Okay. Dario was accepted into Harvard with a full ride. Now imagine you don't have to imagine it happened. He gets to, he gets to Harvard. He's there. His mom is diagnosed with terminal kidney cancer. Okay, so he flies back home to be with his mom. 
Oh, wait, he's like the subject of the documentary? No. What happened is he was a film major uh, at Harvard, film studies major. So they gave him a camera and they said, hey, when you get to L.A., you're taking a year off. If you feel like filming anything, doing something productive while you're there, here's a camera. Okay. Okay. So he decides, you know what? This is what I'm doing. Oh. And he films the process with his mother. And traditional... Um, John Arts is going to love this movie. Traditional uh, medis- medical treatments are not working. So the family just tries some alternative medicine. And lo and yeah. behold, it starts working miracles, actually. Okay? And okay. so... But the, here's... The thing, though, is the the there's a location, a center that specializes in this alternative medicine, but it's in Mexico, and both Dario and his mom are undocumented. So mm. if Dario goes with his mom in this last chance to save her life, and he documents it, he risks not, not being, being able to come, able to come, back, come back and go to Harvard. Now, since I met him, we know he comes back, but... Um, it's, it's, I didn't mean in Mexico. So, uh, <laughs> it's a very, 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 very amazing, dramatic, wonderful, touching everything documentary. Everything, Mike Lawson, it's everything. So I immediately, cause I'm like, maybe cause I met him. Like I'm like too, like I'm, I'm, I'm biased. Like I, I'm rooting for it cause I met him. And I was charmed by him. Yeah. Okay. So I sent it to uh, Chicano Studies major and UCLA graduate and my cousin, who's only a week younger than me, and gay, Richard Villegas Jr. Do I always mm-hmm. say his name? Who cares? He has a show coming out. It's going to be on, <laughs> it's gonna be on TV, so what do I care? Um, yeah. So I sent it to Richard Villegas Jr. And I go watch He it. signed up for this life. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this. Yeah, by the way, he's showing his fucking balls and dick on Instagram. I don't think me giving his name out on <laughs> on, on, on Joe. How dare you? How dare, how dare you? How dare you, sir? Okay, anyway. So uh I sent to him, he watches it. He's like, oh my god. He calls me. He he watched it too. He's like, this is amazing. This documentary is amazing. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start showing it to people that I know. I'm going to mm-hmm. show it to people that I know. Right? That's where the car accident comes into play. Dario <laughs> was with me in the car. Oh, okay. Dario yeah. was with you. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was taking him to meet Kristen, of Kristen, of Kristen Mercedes. Okay. I sent him the link to the documentary. Now, are you not saying if he was cute or not because you're – He's gonna be potentially hear this, or I think because he'll potentially hear that. So he and I have a professional relationship now because okay, and, and I you fought don't this. Just go there. I fought. So I'll say that this. So yeah, yeah. So, he's handsome, and you don't want to say it, and that's fine. No, and let's move I, forward. It, no, it's it could be either way. It could be either way. Okay. You okay don't know. We all know. Whatever. The world knows. Well, it was a national news story. You can look it up. Okay, don't stormy Daniels this. We all know. Let's just move forward. <laughs> We got it, Joe. That's fine. So anyway, you have an illegitimate child with the housemate, the your former housekeeper, Mike Lawson. When have I? Ever... You probably made you probably made her wear a French maid costume. Let's be honest, Mike Lawson. When have I ever taken a vulnerable Latino under my wing? 
<laughs> right. Yep, 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 yep. We get it. There's no pattern here. We all know what's happening. No. Um, so anyway, uh, so... go ahead. So anyway, really quickly, though, I want to say this. I was like, are you really just teasing this car accident all the way out? Like this? Well, because the car accident whole other story. I will say, when I was telling uh, my other vulnerable Latino that I taken under my wing, uh, Armando, about this, I kept saying Dario. I was like, who? And I go, Dario? I don't know what words you're saying. Does that make any sense? And he goes, spell it. And I go, D A R I O. And he goes, oh, Dario. And I was like, ugh, you're so stupid. Whatever. He introduced me as Dar. You don't say Mario. You don't say Julio. No, you don't. no I don't. No, we don't. Anyway, what's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Um, nothing. Have you seen this uh, movie, uh, Love Simon? I'm opposed I was to this movie. Of Love your Simon. opinion on this? See, I didn't hear what you said because we're a, talking over each other. I'm like, opposed what? to Love Simon. You're opposed to it. Mm-hmm. Why? Now, people who've seen it have made this argument, and they're like, Joe, you should watch it. So I am going to watch it because everyone who has seen it, no one has said you're right to me, okay? Okay, okay. Everyone who's seen like, it has Everyone who's seen right. it has said, you should watch it, okay? Okay. But to, here's my deal with it, right? Is, oh, you're an affluent, cute white boy whose parents are accepting, and uh, you're afraid because your life is so hard. You know, I, I don't know. I don't buy into it. I'm all like, show me okay. like an ugly person of color who's gay. You know, I don't, I don't know. I just yeah, don't know if well, I'm blind to that. Sure, 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 sure. I that's valid. Mm, that's valid. It doesn't have to be an ugly person. I don't think like, that. I don't think that he makes a big like my life is so hard argument. I don't. Bec- I feel like it's more like teen. A teenager's life is hard. Normal teenage strife. Do you follow me? I follow you. It could be. This is the problem. I feel the trailer paints it like that. And I think that's been sort of the point of people who yeah. like it. It's like don't don't buy into the trailer. I think I think he's like struggling to come out, and that's kind of like the battle he he's fighting in this movie. But like because he's a normal teenage kid, and you know what I mean. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I liked it. Anyway, when we got into the movie, first of all, there was like a couple of, well, a family came in, like a mother, a father, and then two girls. And the girls were like, I don't know, like maybe like seven and 10, mm-hmm. like really kind of on the young side. But I mean, it, it's a, like a young adult book. Is there anything, like, like in other words, felt- let me ask you this question. Could I take my nieces yeah. to it? They're 10 and yes. seven or eight. Yeah. So the same age as these girls, basically the girls behind me were the same age as your nieces. Okay. Yeah. You could take them. It's just like it, to me, it sex has always been linked to, to gay, right? Mm-hmm. Has always been. I mean, there's a couple of jokes about like masturbation maybe. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of weird. Right. Mm hmm for your nieces wouldn't you say yeah i would i would be uncomfortable yeah so i I guess it it was too young for these girls but anyway during the movie there was like a lot of you could kind of hear them kind of talking to one another about different things like Mm -hmm. um there's like a suspenseful sort of 
reoccurring question that happens throughout the movie. Basically, he's writing letters to one of his classmates, and the whole movie is kind of his search for what classmate he is writing emails to, mm-hmm. right? Uh, love Simon, get it? And um, so he, he, the girls are kind of questioning like who it is. They're like, oh, I think it's him. I think it's him. Whatever you can hear them. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> when they the girls walked into the theater, both Steve and I kind of were like, oh, they're young for this movie, don't you think? Or I think Steve might have even said like, oh, for them for bringing those little girls to this movie because it's like accepting of gay people. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. And. So Steve's cell phone goes off during the movie. Now, who? just pause for a second. Who do you think gets more mad at this? The girls behind us or me? <laughs> Steve's phone ringing out loud in the movie. Well, what do you mean Go. by mad? Because I, I need a clarification <laughs> here. Because I don't think necessarily you show outward anger as much as then all of a sudden they're like, oh, my God, someone stabbed this poor Asian boy. So do you mean like you actually got like angry or like I would say I, I actually did it. It didn't bother me. I mean, it's annoying, but just turn it off. Go turn the, it off. The girls like I, I, the, the same I would have thought about anybody. I don't think I would get really mad. I'm not upset. So I think you're but tipping the, your hand the, here then. I feel the girls got really yeah. mad. The girls behind us went <laughs> like, turn off your phone. <gasps> Out loud. <laughs> It was the best response. It was so funny. Um, so we just had a laugh at that. But the movie was actually good. I suggest people... I I really suggest people wait until they could get it on like whatever streaming service they watch movies on. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe worth a $2 rental or something if you can mm-hmm. rent it on iTunes or Amazon or whatever you do, Redbox it. Um, I don't know that you have to go spend a, a dozen dollars to see it uh, on a big screen but i have but that it movie was really pass. it was good oh yeah movie pass movie pass it's worth it mm-hmm. maybe i'll do it with that movie get yourself pass. some pa- popcorn do you watch popcorn do you eat popcorn when you need movie pass i do eat popcorn but i'm not going to eat popcorn when i go see this quiet place that's how they get you because i hear oh like, because it's silent yeah it's so quiet well people do talk in it right there's just a lot of not talking scenes i've never seen there's so many ways i need to see this ready player one i need to see this black panther i need to see love simon i need to see quiet place i could do a whole week of movies black panther no oh you should yeah but i i feel like that's worth seeing on the big screen for Mm -hmm. sure um we just turned on the whole movie you know it's just all talking and stuff so were you just turned on the whole movie what black panther Mm mm-hmm yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Cause, well, you know, I've always been a fan of that Michael B. Jordan. I think he's so yeah, cute. Yeah, me too. Oh, my God. I think he's so fucking cute. Ugh. Love Joe. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Uh, will you please tell me more of your stories? Finish up. I'm so okay. curious. <laughs> I, so- I want to wrap this up. No, I'm really ser- seriously um, curious what happens next okay so i tell dario i'm gonna take this movie to who i'm everybody i know obviously the most uh obvious one to everyone listening is uh chris and mercedes right yeah so i write this effusive email about the documentary to chris and mercedes chris is in new york but he's like i'm getting back this day uh bring him over for dinner and so dario and i 
I'm gonna say I'm still gonna say Dario. I don't care. Dario and I are on our way to Chris Mercedes' house for dinner, and we're in traffic uh, on the way to on a two lane highway on the way to Chris and Mercedes' house, and like traffic. And this and this is always the case, by the way. Always the case uh, that two lane highway to their house is always trafficy, especially at rush hour. Sure. And I needed to get into the left-hand lane. So I turned my signal on, and the woman that was would be there was seemingly yielding, right? So yeah. I, like, pull in, and then, this is, you know, I just talked about this with the insurance person yesterday. I don't know, but basically she ran full force into my car. Like, sure. Like, totally, like ran her car into the driver's the rear driver's side of the door. I can't So the spe- question is like did she get your bumper and you were like fully in the lane and she did that or like I wasn't fully in the lane. She got me like, in the side. Like it's literally the driver's side rear door. Okay. And um because I look I think because Does we're that mean traffic, it's your fault then? I have an answer for this. So because I can't speculate, so I can I can give one of I can give many situations. Maybe she was going to step on the brake and she stepped in the gas by accident and then lunged her car forward, or maybe she was like, "I'm not going to let this fucking asshole in," and didn't realize, and so she just stepped on the gas to not let me in and then ran into my car. I don't know. Sure. So um, she totally. I mean, just it's my car is like crunched. You know, it's bad, right? So we get out of the car. Dario's with me, though. And Dario's like, I'll take the pictures. So he takes the pictures of the car and everything like that, you know. Because he's a documentary filmmaker. Yeah, he made, he made a documentary about it already. It's called uh, Crash and Burn. Yeah. And uh, it's out in theaters now. And the woman, The like, Joe Batan story. The Joe Batan story. <laughs> and the woman gets out, and she's like this wispy white lady. Wispy, waspy white lady. And she's like, we can exchange information, but we don't need to go through insurance for this. You know, our premiums will go up, blah, 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 blah. So, Isn't that a red flag? Well, I took her information. I said, well, look, I'll take this to my guy and um, and see what he says, right? Uh, and then if you want to not go through insurance, and that's fine. And she was like, okay. But then I took it to um, my brother's friend who does auto body, and he was like, you can't even open the door. Like, I would need to pry the door open to even see how much it would to give it a proper estimate. He's like, you're looking easily $3,500. So I tell her that, and she was, she ran it by her person. And then she's like, okay, let's go through insurance. Which, I mean, that's why I was I was really upset yesterday because I got disappointed from the insurance, which is like, well, it's pretty much like he said, she said. Like, if depends on what her insurance says, but her insurance might just say it's, they had a term for it, but like word versus word, I think it's what it was. And so the insurance basically says, listen, you pay your insurance. You know, we'll pay for our person. You pay for your person kind of thing, right? Because hers is the, sure. obviously the cheaper one. Well, the thing right. is, and this is why I'm fucked, is literally two months ago, I stopped paying full coverage. No. Because I was like, I did the math and like, because I drive like yeah. a luxury car, like, the insurance was like out of control. It was like $150 a month. And when I, I just, sure. when it was time to renew, I, a curiosity check, and I'm like, well, if you just did liability, it'd be 55 a month. And I was like, I haven't so had an accident. So you basically, 
So basically, they cover nothing. Yeah, they would cover her if she needed it, but they don't cover anything of my car. Unless it was her fault, then that insurance company covers it. So if the insurance company just says it's word versus word, so basically I have a junked up car now. So I was very, very disappointed about it. So the insurance company said what we can do is we can give you a letter of no fault, and then you can sue her in small claims court. Is that what you're going to do? I'm thinking I might have to do it because... Should we not put in this story exactly then? Why? Because well, look, I'll tell you what. Like I'll tell you what. I'll tell if it's you even what. your fault. I'll t- I know it's not my fault. I'll tell you what. If I decide okay. to, uh, if I decide to file on small claims court, I will fucking delete this episode. This episode might not be long for the world, everybody. Okay. I haven't made a decision yet, but um. Uh, yeah, so, uh, that's okay. the thing. If anyone's, if anyone's an attorney that wants to talk to me, go ahead and give me a call. Go to undergradprep.org. <laughs> uh, hit us up at, what's our, what's our email address? Or save this episode and hit that lady up. Oh, I know, seriously. <laughs> um, no, like, what, what, what's our email address? Guys at... We don't have one. Go to, um, catchinguppodcast.com. Oh, and then use the contact button. Contact yeah. form. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, or maybe you. maybe someone's an insurance person knows what to do. If anybody has any advice from expertise, hit me up. Because right now I'm 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 open to everything. Yeah. And there's a drop down. Send that shit to Joe only. <laughs> oh, you can do that? <laughs> yeah, you could choose uh to send it to both of us, to just Mike or just Joe. Oh, interesting. Um and I'm just I mean, I don't care if I see it, but I didn't know um, that. Yeah. It was a joke. All right. Um, hey, Joe, listen to this. Yeah. Uh, this was like out of a horror movie or like a suspenseful um, action movie, at least. San Jose family comes home to find a strange son stole their shotgun, wrote manifesto to shoot people. Headlines are wrote weird. Cops in San Francisco. Okay. Um, here we go. Let me just read this. The headline was weird. Authorities are searching for a man who burglarized his parents' home in San Jose on Wednesday, stole a shotgun, and left behind a 20-page manifesto where he threatened to kill people in San Francisco and any law enforcement members. Isn't that kind of scary? I was like at work on Wednesday when this happened, and um, it was kind of frightening. I mean, I sort of feel like the person who watches action movies or at least has seen a few was like certain that i don't know this guy would be like you know on the train when i was on my way home Mm -hmm. and i would see him um but i didn't and in fact he didn't really even surface and i don't think there's any update so um he's still out there uh so my maybe my uh jean van damme what's his name jean claude van Van damme moment Mm -hmm. yeah maybe that's still to come but isn't that kind of scary that is really scary. Would you re- uh, now, who, who do you who do you relate to on that? No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the twenty-page manifesto thing kind of reminds me of a story very early on catching up. Do you remember this manifesto guy who like he he was like incl- bummed because he wouldn't see how like some suspense movie or suspense TV show would end? No. It was like he was really pissed because he would never figure out like how scandal ended or something like that. That oh, was really? a part of his manifesto. Why would he never figure that out? Was he dying of something? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was um, basically writing a, a suicide by cop letter, like oh. um, why he was so mad at the world. Uh, but they don't say anything about the content of this guy's character or uh, manifesto, but they do say that um, police are kind of on his list of people he wanted to kill. So he's going to San Francisco to do that. Um, and there were guns missing from the house that he left the 20 page letter in. So that's cool and scary and frightening. Hmm. Very the interesting. End. Keep us posted on this since you're, you're the, the chief of all things, murder and death and yeah. manifesto. I'll, I'll just interrupt if anything, uh, I'll be like, um, Oh yeah. I see what the, you mean. Like the, the, the numbers guy on uh, yeah, I hate to break in here, Joe. Yes? I hate to break in here, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, no updates uh, to report at this time. I just want to let you guys know the status of uh, the crazy 20-page manifesto guy in San Francisco. Um, how about you? Uh, could you now go back to uh, what's up in L.A., please? Yes, Mike Lawson. Odd. Will Farrell was involved in a serious car accident Thursday night in Orange County. The Saturday Night Live, yeah, the Saturday Night Live icon was in a two-car crash on 11 p.m. along Interstate 5. The car Farrell was in flipped after it was hit by another car. Four people were in Farrell's car. They all suffered injuries, none life-threatening, and were taken to the hospital. It is unclear if Farrell has been released. Video footage taken at the scene showed Farrell... Uh, conscious, talking on his phone while he was being loaded into an ambulance. Neither alcohol nor drugs are suspected in the crash at this time. I just saw uh, a photo on Facebook of mm-hmm. him at like a Funny or Die event um, with a friend. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, this, maybe this was the photos before. That's uh, interesting because I don't, I know that he's like an Irvine person yeah he grew up did he go there. to uci too and he's like from that area no he went I to saw, usc we, but he went to uni high school okay yeah, yeah yeah remember we went to um see david sedaris yes. speak, and he was there in yes. the audience uh-huh i remember that um friend of the show jen mandel was there too friend of right? the show jen mandel was there was it just the three of us that's kind of an a weird i feel maybe crowd. katie noon was there Okay. Yeah, I don't know why the three of us is weird. Like, I just never thought that Jen Mandel, Joe Batanz, and Mike Lawson hung out together, just the three of us. But Did Jen Mandel leave early from that as well? Probably, yeah. Climbed over us to get out of there. She we had to get back to her car. Jen Mandel, her father was the But she head. would not drive you to your car, even though oh, she God, got free tickets. John, yeah, Isn't yeah. that a story? Yes. Don't <laughs> piss her off. So, but... <laughs> But this Jen Mandel, she, her dad was the president for a while of the Orange County Performing Arts Center. So oh my was, God, Joe, that's so much personal information about somebody who didn't give you permission to talk about her. He's, not, he's no here. longer the president. Okay, just Google it then, guys. So uh, we would get, we could buy really good seats. Okay. okay. And every show we went to, she would leave early, right? So Phantom of the Opera, gone. Oh, by the way. Oh, I've, that's going to be for next week. Story. Okay. Oh, it's going to be good. Okay. I'm really excited. Um, yeah. So she, there's that, right? Then this, uh, my favorite is she She took me, Kate, and Mike, Mike Craig, and um, 
who just had a baby, by the way. Oh, congratulations, congratulations if you're listening, Mike. Yeah, Mike. he does listen to I the show. I know you're a sometimes listener or a friend of the show. Yeah. She took all of us to go see David Copperfield at the Orange County Performing Arts Center. And there's uh-huh. this moment where David Copperfield, like, literally, like, waves, like, a bed sheet in the air. And a, and a, and a <laughs> running uh, 1950s car appears underneath it. And she goes, Ugh, I'm so bored. I'm out of here. And then just left. <laughs> and I'm like, if that's boring you. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a, an automobile appearing out of thin air. And she's like, Ugh, I got to go. So anyway, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, how did this come up? How did the late? Yeah, seriously. Oh, Will Ferrell, we saw her at David Sedaris with Will Ferrell. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so wait, is he they didn't say if he's even out of the hospital yet so at the time of this writing could, they didn't know yeah wow okay well if just in case you're listening will ferrell um positive thoughts um what else joey do you have anything else um no. you want to talk about i mean i have stories for next, going week? On next yeah. week then well tomorrow i am going to see this train wreck of a musical called love never dies okay <sighs> did it go through yeah. a theater the sequel of phantom of the opera no we um i was gonna say we like choose only good musicals but um <laughs> there's a couple on the the calendar that i have opinions about but we do have phantom coming but not uh love never dies anyway so speaking of in a weird sort of ironic twist I'm going to see Love Never Dies with the Johns, both of them. So cool. it's gonna so going to see Love Never Dies, Joe Batanz plus Evil John plus John Paul. We might need to do an extra long segment, you know, next week. <laughs> no, I'm not your therapist. You need to say that to your therapist, Taylor the Latte Boy. <laughs> yeah, the official therapist of Square. Do you have, do you have any rules you want at Squarestown? You know what? I have you know nothing what? to do with you know Squarestown. What? I'm cool, you are I'm the cool official with having nothing to do with that. Graphic designer of Squarestown. No, I want to have nothing to do with Squarestown. I'm cool with that being my job. Nothing. Um, hey, I have nothing going on uh next week except for work shit pretty much. Uh-huh. Um I, I to be honest, nothing. So can't wait to catch up with you next week and tell you all about it. Hey, look at that those are usually the best weeks. So I think yeah, everyone's already you. Everyone's salivating already because there's Evil John. Me, Joe plus Evil John. Uh, when is the RuPaul uh, finale? Uh, Mid-June. Okay. So. so that's coming up too. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing all about that. I, Steven, I might want to get down with you guys. When do? How do you get tickets for the actual show? Well, you just, we you can just talk buy them. Yeah, yeah, you just buy them. Okay. Is right. it? It's not too late to buy them? They haven't gone on sale yet. Okay. Um, when when would when do we when when do they? I think go they on go on sale about three or four weeks before. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's when we have to make like our drop dead decision. Yeah. But but we should figure it out sooner than that to yeah. figure out. I would guess early May. Yeah, I would guess early May. Okay. We'll talk logistics. Okay. After. Cool. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Me, yeah. you, Taylor the Latte Boy, and Steve, all in the same and place Evan? at the same time. Evan, yeah, yeah, you're here. Oh, yeah, you go to the finale. Evan will be here too, yeah. I think that'd be fun. 
Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Joe. Hey, it was really nice catching up with you. Go down, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail. They never miss a week.